Good morning. Good morning. How are you? This is Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Everyday life. Every day so different in a way. In a way so different and yet the same. Same thing. But every day we wake up, we're different. The day is different. It's a little bit cooler, a little bit warmer, a little bit sweeter. All each day presenting itself fresh and new. If we are willing to be with it like that, fresh and new, not knowing what will this day bring? What is this day? Where am I in this day? So interesting. The other way to wake up is okay, another day, got to get through this one. Routine, routine, routine. The title of the talk for today is Come On Inside. <laughs> I really love these very, very simple, simple titles to the talks and to the teaching. Very practical, very natural, very relatable relatable. Zen is not abstract and mysterious. It's just actually quite the opposite. It's right here. And we're being beckoned. Come on inside. Come on inside. Here's a beautiful little koan that this, this wonderful welcoming words refer to. I'll read it to you for a moment. We'll talk about it and how it relates to our life right now. Always feeling outside of everything, trying to come in. A, a monk went searching for the truth, and he saw a hut. He searched and searched and searched, climbing here, walking there. That's part of all the Zen stories, our life search, wanting to find where we belong, who we are, what's important, searching, searching, coming, going, looking, finding, and then again, losing and then finding again. So this monk was searching and searching and searching and actually finally he did find a hut way on top of a mountain, peeked in and saw a Zen master sitting inside. Whoa, what a moment. Thought he found what he was looking for. Wow, this Zen master is sitting inside a hut, hidden away. That's it. He has my answer. He has my answer. That's the illusion we have. Someone else has our answer. And we've got to find them. Or some relationship will do it for us. Or some moment in time which will last forever. Doesn't last forever though. At any rate, he went and he saw this Zen master sitting inside and thrilled he came to the entrance of the hut and he said to the Zen master, please, can I come inside? Please. Beseeching, pleading, longing. He's saying, please, can I join you? Please, can I be who you are? Please, can I know what you know? Please, Give me something so that I, to quench this longing and this thirst, this hunger, please. That word please is a very important word because we all, you know, we kind of rush over the little different words, but 
please. That's attesting to the state of mind and heart of this monk and of all of us. Of course, these stories apply to every single one of us. It's our human condition. So this Zen master, what did he say? He said, you're not outside. The monk was dumbfounded. Boom. <laughs> End of story. I love the way these little Zen koans or mandos, they, they, we, we hear a wonderful story and then boom, they suddenly stop. They come to a halt and that's the answer. You are not outside. Not the kind of answer we expected. We're, we're, we're stopped short in our tracks. We may be stopped short intellectually. We may be stopped short emotionally. We're stopped short. What do you mean I, I, I'm not outside. I mean, he's outside, so-called the Zen master's inside. That's how we think of life. There's something dualistically, separately. We're separated from that which we want and are longing for and are searching for. We have to leave where we are and who we are often and go and find it. But the master replied, you're not outside. The master was, of course, speaking to the deeper meaning of the monk's question, his yearning. The monk is saying, you're not separated from me. You're not different from me, the master was saying. You're not. You're not alone. Many, many ways we can understand this great comment, you're not outside. The monk, of course, wanted to be invited. We think we need to be invited into the inner sanctum. So interesting that is, that we have to belong, we have to be welcomed in, we have to be, somehow we, we don't deserve to be inside or we're not good enough to be inside or we're very much feeling we've been rejected, we've been thrown out, outcast. So we all want to be invited in to it. Also, that's true in a relationship. We want to be planted in someone's heart. But this teacher, this Zen master in the hut, he was not separate from this monk. He knew that. He lived without that sense of separation. For him, there was no division at all, no inside or outside at all. Can you imagine how beautiful if the whole world was in touch with that deep oneness, that deep connection that is primarily fundamental between all of us. How would we treat another? Oh my. How would we live our lives? So this koan is exploring and Zen practice itself. It's all about exploring our sense of separation. We do think we're apart from everything, alienated, living alone in, in a world, in an external world, the world of objects, the world we see, that we smell, taste, touch, and so forth. And as we go through our day, we meet people, plants, animals, flowers, and they all seem as if they're outside of us somewhere else and we have to find them or go to them or if we don't physically go, we're somehow separated and alone and we don't belong. This longing to be accepted, to be 
to belong, longing, longing to be close to another. You know, when I first started my Zen practice, very, very, very interesting little story connected to this. I, I was really, I was fortunately, very fortunate, lived right near the Zendo, and I was able to go every single morning. And morning service, we, we started at 5.30 in the morning, and it was morning service, and then we sat, and there were not too, too many people there in those days at that hour. My teacher was there, a few monks, one or two students who had the good fortune to live close by and who wanted to be there. So I was there every morning, fortunately, and I was able to sit right next to my teacher, which was a big thrill for me. I, too, wanted to be really close. <laughs> I felt, oh, if I got to that seat right next to him, wow, what a thrill that was to sit down there and to feel the oneness but I felt I had to be real close, right next to her, right next to him, right in the seat next to him. And and that was very, very, very important to me at that time. And now he's passed away after many, 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 many years of practicing together. So where is that seat next to him now? That's a, another wonderful koan. Anyway, I said, and in those days, in order to become a preparatory student, you had to attend a certain number of times. And then the big day came when you were allowed to go up. You would go up to talk to him upstairs in the meeting room and, and, and say, now I want to become a preparatory student. I want to become a member, really, of the Zendo. And um, that was such a big day for me. I actually counted the days I couldn't wait to become a member of the Zendo, to belong so the day came finally, and of course, I'd been sitting next to him maybe, what was it, 30 or 40 days that you had to go before you could go upstairs and make that request. And I went upstairs, and he was sitting there in the meeting room preparing a cup of green tea for me, which was incredibly beautiful and delicious. I sat opposite him at this low table, and we had the cup of green tea and then I said to him, really quite excited, well, I've been coming the, you know, 30 days or 40 days, I forget now which, whatever it is, I've been coming enough days, the number of days, and I want to become a member. And he looked at me and said, you've been coming 30 days? Have I seen you here before? Shock. That's another incredible, wonderful koan. I didn't, of course, know that at the time. I was shocked. I was horrified. I said, what do you mean? Have you seen me here before? I've been here every single day. His question, of course, have I seen you here before, uh, referred to something much deeper. Have I seen you, the real you? It also referred to time, before, now, but whatever, I, I was dumbfounded. And then he said, very wisely, well, why do you want to become a member for anyway? What's so important about becoming a member? And I paused, put my tea down, I thought about it, and I said, you're right, nothing. What's so important about becoming a member? Calling myself a student, now I'm a member. 
very, this is related. This is the same kind of response as we hearing in this koan. What am I looking for? An identity? A place I can go to, to belong, not to feel alone? Very, very interesting. I mean, the door was always open. I went every morning. I was never, ever thrown away. So what did it mean becoming a member? Why did I have to run up there and request that I belong? Very profound. This is profoundly related to our question today, a feeling so outside, even though we're right there, even though we're right in the zendo, <laughs> right sitting right next to our teacher, we still want to belong. We're not close enough. <laughs> Never can quite get close enough. Not close, and of course we cannot, because the only way to be close enough and to belong to the whole world is to sit and sit and sit and to connect with that within which is one with all. That's our work, that's our practice, that's our direction. You know, uh, many years later, not many years, a couple of years later, a year later, or whatever, not that much longer later, actually, although it seemed like many years later, but my teacher's teacher, Soen Roshi, arrived at the Zendo. I loved him very much. He was very different in style, but of course, all similar, same, just different manifestations of the same truth. And so and Roshi arrived, and we were upstairs, a group of us at that time, having tea after morning sitting. And there was a little meeting what, about this and about that. And then somehow I had an opportunity to talk, and I said to So and Roshi, you know, I've been coming here for quite a while now, and I'm still not a member. It was over a year by then. And So and Roshi looked at me, and he said to me, you're not a member? He said, me too. I'm not a member either, he said. Me, he said, I'm a member of the universe. Mm. Beautiful, 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 great response. Oh, I'm a member of the universe. That stopped me cold <laughs> as well. And then we all drank our tea. So this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful teaching, come on inside the koan, the question, the comment is where, <laughs> where are we now? And where is inside? Where is outside? And how do we come on inside? Beautiful heart of Zen practice. So we usually do a little exercise each week to connect this with what's happening in our life. So just look, be aware when you feel separated, alone, outside, not belonging, and just stop, feel it, and be deeply with your own breath, with your own life, with your own self and see if you can possibly feel outside or apart or away from anything then. 
try it and see. And if you'd like to write to me, I love getting your emails. It's topspeaker at yahoo.com. I'm very happy to be sharing this podcast with you. It's my pleasure and delight. And you can hear more of them on our website, which is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And by the way, I'm going to be offering a course online called The Foundations of Spiritual Counseling. This is for um, interfaith ministers and anyone. It's for anyone who would like to learn more about guiding or being guided, of course, guiding another. And naturally, whoever we think we're guiding, they are, of course, our teacher as well. So if you want to know more about the course and and there is a certificate available if you would want that. I, I'm not sponsoring it, but it's being sponsored by a seminary. I'd be glad to tell you all about it. You can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. It should be a lovely adventure. A lovely adventure, which is what we are all doing here and sharing together at the moment and beyond. So... Funny, isn't it, how time just slips away? Time to end for this morning. I thank you for listening. I thank you for the opportunity to share such precious moments with you. You have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye.